So what I was using to create protection was actually causing more insecurity, more hurt. Hey there, this is the Mandy Made Podcast. I'm your host, Mandy. As I share, I pray you will be able to connect with others, obtain new tools and resources, as well as resonate with the stories shared by others as you listen. Let's get started. Welcome to a new season of the Mandy May podcast. This season, we are focusing on trials, trigger, and trauma. And this first one, I want to kick it off talking about inner vows. Inner vows are these promises that we make to ourselves. And I started with this topic because since learning about inner vows, I've really been reflective in how it is tied into my relationships with my husband and my friendships and even my kids. And as I've worked to integrate my trauma to experience wholeness, I've realized that a lot of these inner vows I've created happen because of trials and triggers and previous trauma and these unresolved experiences. Becoming aware and learning this, it has transformed some of my relationships and really revealed where my priorities are. So inner vows are these promises we make to ourselves. Common phrases are, I will always, I will never, I must blank or else fill in the rest. If I ever do this, then I'll need to do this. I will not ever. And using these phrases, if you think about it, as I think about it, as I've reflected, you know, these are connected to some sort of hurt or unresolved experiences. And I've made these inner vows to protect myself. I've made them to find comfort, not to cause more pain or be malicious. But, you know, a lot of these inner vows started when I was really young. And once they were created, I kind of lived by them. A big one that I wrestled with for a long time was I will never trust or believe in God. And this was when I was about 12 years old. I didn't have a relationship with the Lord at the time. I didn't have I didn't really have anyone in my life teaching me about Jesus or his amazing grace. I had some simple lessons, but nothing consistent. And so when life got hard, I mean because life gets hard. Um and I was in middle school, so life was basically terrible. I ended up making a wish and it came true. But I made that wish out of spite and hate and anger. And when it ended up coming true, I was devastated. I didn't, it was, I didn't mean it. I was young. I was hurt. And I just made this wish pretty much to myself. But then it ended up coming true because it did. I thought that God had granted my wish because I thought that's how he worked because I didn't know. And since I made that wish out of hurt and because it came true, I thought, how how could a good God have granted that wish? Like, if he was real, why didn't he understand that I was just really upset? I didn't understand. And so I vowed to never trust or believe in God. So that is just one example. And here are some more of mine. I will never let anyone love me. This kind of led me to a cycle of running before I could get hurt. Like, I didn't have true, meaningful friendships probably until, like, 
late college, maybe even after college or later, even my high school and college friends, well, the ones who stuck with me, they didn't get an authentic and vulnerable Mandy until later. And I'm pretty sure that they would say that's true. (laughs) Another inner vow I made was, I will never rely on a man. And I made this one when I was pretty young too. And even though my mom and my stepdad set an example of a great marriage, I had already watched my parents divorce. I had already had a couple of toxic, terrible relationships. And I had just decided that men were unreliable, which led to another one. I will never let anyone take care of me. I decided if I took care of myself, which I can, (laughs) I would never need to ask for help if things got bad. I always had a job or two. I learned that asking for help looked like weakness, and I was determined to not look weak. I didn't want to look vulnerable. I didn't want to look like I could be prey and taken advantage of. I also said I will never have a car payment. I will never use credit cards. Going through a divorce and being an independent mama made finances really tight. And that car payment every month was stressful. I got into some credit card debt in college and it took me a while to dig myself out of it. And so I decided I will never use credit cards. I also decided I will do everything right. If I can just have the picture perfect life, then nothing bad will happen to me. I decided I will not fail. This led to perfectionist tendencies. I had an inner vow. I will always be in control of my life, which is crazy to think that I felt that way. And I had made that inner vow because life is unpredictable. But thinking back when I made that inner vow to myself, it felt manageable. It felt possible. It felt like the best option for me. Some other ones were I will never be over a certain amount of pounds. There are some other inner vows that I had that said like, I will prove my worth. I will earn my spot. I will never enjoy X, Y, Z. These issues define me. Some of these might seem kind of silly, but taking a deeper look, I can see how dangerous they were and can be, or should I say have been. As I wrote these down to share I realized they really tell a story about hurts and unresolved experiences that I had experienced. These inner vows come from deep hurts in order to protect myself, in order to avoid pain, in some scenarios, in order to survive. And looking back, I can see how they just wreaked havoc in my life and relationships, even though my intent, the reason why I created them, was to build a wall to protect myself, to keep people out, to avoid scenarios, to avoid relationships, to avoid conversations. And the ones that seem kind of silly, actually, they sound somewhat irrational. And when I was reading, I think it's in his book, but Pastor Jimmy Evans defines an inner vow as a self-directed promise made in response to pain or a difficult situation in life. And that promise to myself protected me from never, ever experiencing that kind of hurt or feeling that experience ever again. And because that is what I was determined to do, I ended up hurting other people. Reflecting, it even feels like I was almost mean and a bully to protect myself. And some of the examples of these inner vows 
I promised to myself at a very, very young age. And I carried with these with me for a long time. I even brought some of these into my first marriage. And what I was using to create protection, to create that wall, I like kind of envision it like I'm in a castle and I created a moat. My inner vows were the alligators keeping everybody out. Like if you fell into that moat, the alligators would get you. But the alligators, those were my inner vows that would protect me, that would keep everybody out. And so what I was using to create protection was actually causing more insecurity, more hurt. And I just didn't see it. I was because I was blind to my pride. And then through my divorce, of course, more inner vows were created. So do you see how this cycle worked? So do you see how I got stuck in this cycle? So then after my divorce, I had the opportunity to dig deep. I knew what I was doing wasn't working. I mean, it wasn't all of my fault. Don't need to really get into that to understand that like divorce causes hurt. I had to sort through that. And as I started getting on my feet, wanting something different and not wanting to make the same mistakes again, I was able to start seeing some of my bad habits and some of my patterns in my relationships. I joined Celebrate Recovery through my church. I joined the group for divorce hurt. And I didn't know this at the time, but a lot of my divorce hurt were my own fault because of these false promises to myself that I thought that I could keep and I thought would protect me. But these inner vows I created so that I could be my own God, so I could be my own savior, so that I could save myself and protect myself. Deuteronomy 6.13, it is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve and by his name you shall swear and you shall not go after other gods. But I was putting myself in that position to save myself and heal myself and protect myself. And that wasn't my job. Any inner vow was a reflection of an area of my heart and my life that I was not, that I was refusing to submit to God. It was an area that I was relying on myself to protect and to heal and not God. That defensiveness and pride like convinced me that I am right. I know what's best. Because of this inner vow, I can basically justify anything because I have convinced myself that it is true. When I had started Celebrate Recovery, what took me a while to truly open my heart and understand God's grace was because I had made an inner vow. God could never love me. God does not have enough grace for me. And for a long time, I lived by that. But little by little, you know, God kept pursuing me. I started chipping away at those hurts. I started chipping away at those inner vows. I started understanding, like, I cannot be my own savior. I am, I cannot be, I cannot rescue myself. Deuteronomy 6, 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And I wanted to do that. So I wanted to be obedient to that. And I wanted to pursue that and pursue that relationship with God. But I had already convinced myself that what I believed was true. God couldn't love me. He didn't have enough grace for me. But that's just not true. And so I started chipping away at these and I started working through my divorce hurts and those marriage hurts and those childhood hurts. 
I think it was a year ago when my husband and I started um, listening to our pastor's podcast called Real Marriage. And that was the first time I had heard about inner vows. And I was like, oh, that is why I do that. It brought up some good conversations. Of course, afterwards, my husband immediately asked me, "What? hey, what are your inner vows? And instead of being open and vulnerable, I got super defensive. (laughs) So that pretty much sums up that I'm still not perfect. Like I, yes, I became more aware and I started working through some of my inner vows, but I've still, God's still working on me. I'm not perfect, never going to be perfect. And so he has been working on me. I don't have any statistics on this, but I mean, there are marriage and divorce statistics out there. I know my own inner vows drastically affected my first marriage. So accepting Jesus as my savior and starting to do the work and starting to pair scripture, what is actually true in the Bible, pairing that and removing my inner vows, God was able to completely transform my life. And then I met my husband. And I'm not saying that's how it's going to work for everybody. You know, this is just my story and my testimony. Um, But I think within marriage and divorce and blended family, it's like so easy to create these inner vows when hurt happens. As a blended family, you know, add in other dynamics such as co-parenting, high conflict co-parenting, litigation, counseling, stepkids, all of it. It can be easy to continue creating these inner vows if you're not aware And if you don't have God's word to dig into, to know the truth and to know what God says about you and your relationships and your marriage and the people that you love. I'm trying to think of an inner vow off the top of my head that's happened that I've made to myself since becoming a blended family. Oh, (laughs) this one's kind of easy. You know, accusations. When accusations and hate and shade have been thrown my way, I reached a point I got sick of it. I was like, what the heck? I'm doing my best. I love my kids, but I reached a point like I was done. I was done. I was over it. And I told myself, I will never give them grace again. I'm done. This person doesn't deserve it. I'm done. They don't get grace from me anymore. And I am sure you can see where this is going. It just leads to bitterness, resentment. Have you ever heard the phrase, bitterness is just like drinking poison, but expecting somebody else to die or like slashing your own tires? Yeah. So when I stopped extending that grace, that led to the unforgiveness, which led to the bitterness. And then I was prideful and stubborn and sticking to the promise that I made myself because that was more important, because that is what I felt to be true. Instead of trusting God was working in my favor to make all things good. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. I don't need to understand everything and know all the details to trust the Lord, to trust that he's got me. He's got this. He's got my family. But I share that just to say, like, I'm still a canvas. I'm still a work in progress. God's still working on me and my heart. And what can you do with these inner vows? Maybe you aren't quite sure or you're unable to identify your inner vows. That's okay. There are still some times where I get into a place and I'm like, oh, why do I feel this way? So I've just had to ask God to reveal them to me. You know, Lord, help me to see these areas of my heart that I'm not submitting to you. Help me to see where I'm trusting myself more than you. When he reveals them to you, because he will, make sure that you give them to God.
you set them down at the cross and you ask for the Holy Spirit to intervene and fill you up with the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Bitterness is not in there. False promises are not in there. So give it to God and leave it. Leave it in his hands. Then give gratitude and thankfulness for a renewed heart and spirit. Get a journal. Maybe ask for help. Maybe sort through those unresolved experiences. I've had to do that. I've u- I use trauma integration to help me. Or maybe some accountability. And pray, pray, pray. There is power in prayer. Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I love that. At any point when an inner vow is revealed to you, you can give that to God and turn to the truth, turn to the scripture. I have been able to give this to God, to set it at the cross. I'm thankful I can turn to scripture. I can renew my mind and my spirit. I don't have to live by the false promises anymore. As I was working on these inner vows, I received incredible resources. I already mentioned a few of them throughout this episode, and I'll mention them again. Pastor Jimmy Evans, you can find him on social media from Exo Marriage. He wrote a book called Blending Families. I'll link it into the, the notes of this episode. It is really good. And there is a section that talks about inner vows. The Real Marriage Podcast, episode six, talks specifically about this. And this is what jump-started that conversation with my husband and made me start to realize that, wow, I have some inner vows that I'm trying to use to protect myself. But it's really just holding my husband at arm's length. And then lastly, Blended Kingdom Families, Scott and Vanessa, they actually did a four-part series on inner vows. I think that they said that their book that comes out in the fall addresses this too. I'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes. All of those resources have really helped me along with the Bible, but these resources have really helped me dig into places in my heart that were not submitting to the Lord, that needed some work, and I'm still doing the work. And that's okay. God's got me. He's got enough grace for me. He sees me where I'm at. He's going to keep helping me. So with that, I'm going to close this in prayer. Lord, this topic was not easy to talk about. And it was kind of hard to be vulnerable. But I know that you put this on my heart for a reason. And I think it was the perfect stepping stone to launch into these next episodes. Thank you for helping me step forward in faith because I know that you are able to transform our hearts and our minds to love better and grow closer to each other and to you. I know that you're using for the I know that you're using this for good. Please fill everyone listening with peace and strength from you to understand inner vows, to understand our hearts and help us and help point us to truth, to who you are, to who, to what you say about us, to what you say about our relationships. Reveal to reveal to us the desires of our hearts so that we can, you know, bring out that yucky stuff so we can bring it to you so we can grow closer to you and find true healing and transformation. Help us to submit our hearts to you 
I ask that you help anyone that needs guidance or direction to ask for help and to ask for prayer. We love you so much. Please bless and keep everyone who is listening. Amen. I'm an open book and will answer any question you have. Well, eventually. Just hit details on this episode or find the contact me box on my website and shoot me a message. Be sure to follow on social media and hit subscribe to stay in the loop.